0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're here. We're live. The Sports Detention Podcast. No potty. No, we have a down. special guest, guest host. Potty's pretty much dead.
1: Uh, well, wow, that's what I've heard. I've sat in his desk and uh, and look at
0: look. Mm. I, I, I could get used to this this chair. So we, for the listeners at home, we've brought back the our AFL specialist, our roving reporter Morgs in for the uh, for the sports detention this week. He's come off. He's jumped off the pine pony and uh and ready to go
1: yeah thanks thanks for having me dad always said I've got a face for radio and uh now you've got you got it live so well, oh my dad you're wrong
0: full disclosure we're live we absolutely. are videoed as well but should we get into it mate
1: absolutely let's rip into it
0: We're here, we're live on the Sports Detention Podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in and checking into your mandatory detention.
1: Yeah, well, oh, oh, mate, I I tell you what, I've been I've been on the lookout for for what's been catching my eye this week. Oh,
0: yeah, ready to go. You already I'm, know. I know. As an way. avid listener, you That's know the way. style of this podcast, mate. So yes, I will throw it to you, mate. What has caught your eye this week, Morgs?
1: Well, there's, there's a couple of things that have really caught my eye. Uh, one, my my wife, my lovely wife, Mel, uh, has has thrown to me. She's uh, she's declared oh, that Sam mate. Kerr is off the market.
0: Sam Kerr's off the market.
1: Yep. She was devastated. Um, mm. You could hear the heart. Your wife making. was devastated. She absolutely devastated, oh. yep. So she always thought that maybe Socceroo's uh, wag might have been her thing, but uh, mm. unfortunately not, not for a little bit longer. Mm. So... Um, big one, an answer out of that. So, uh, on your Sam Kerr. And Sam Kerr.
0: So, has the wedding been done, or is it just an engagement? At just the, the engagement okay, so yeah. far.
1: They, they, they. Uh, she got down on one knee and
0: mm. um,
1: proposed somewhere over in Europe. I'd love to tell you where, but uh, geography is my strong suit. So, how
0: do you? How did you propose, mate?
1: Um, funny story about that. We uh, we were on the. Um, in Hawaii. Um,
0: oh, mate. Yeah, oh, there are blokes who have just veered off the highway. Hey, uh, Mate, you've set the standard.
1: I have. I have. But it goes from, uh, from good to worse from here. So North Shore, yep. big island. Beautiful shore dumping wave. And I see a kid get absolutely pummeled by a wave.
0: Oh, it's time.
1: Absolutely. And yep. this kid is in all sorts of trouble. I look over at my beautiful girlfriend at the time, who's got a face full of pretzel chips. Oh, yes. I thought, you know what, I'll ask you now.
0: Yes, well, Didn't I mean, nothing like a good old-fashioned scorpion on the shore is to either. just yeah, yeah. get the romance flowing and just go, you know what, this is it.
1: Yep, cost me millions of dollars in uh, calls because I forgot that she'd have to call everyone instantly Oh, yes,
0: yes. Uh, but that's and that okay. old roaming, you son of a bitch. Yeah,
1: that's it, it got it us. Is. It got us. How about yourself, mate?
0: Uh, myself, I, we went for a run. Went for a jog and I had it all set up and, you know, um, the weird thing was was I actually had the ring down m- my pants and I had great. it in the front, but I had to drive to the spot where we then decided to go for a jog. So not only are I was sitting in the car and this – Box is just absolutely slicing my shaft in half as I'm trying to drive. (laughs) But then we got there and I had to run ahead and pretend that I was putting in, you know, the high output just to get in front so I could be on the knee when when my wife arrived at the spot.
1: You've outdone Um, yourself there, mate. How did you manage to hide that?
0: Well, I had help. I had help. Definitely had help. Anything else caught your eye,
1: mate? Made big one today, Mark Cuban selling Mm. the Mavs. So for those that aren't an NBA fan um, Mark Cuban owns the Dallas Mavericks yeah um,
0: all fans of entourage yes Mark Cuban he was he was a very good cameo in entourage
1: he does love to pop up here and there yeah. so Mark Mark Cuban has sold uh, his share a majority share of th- of the Mavs for three point five billion yeah dollars. not a bad not about earner billion dollars yeah um, he bought it in 2020 for two hundred and eighty five million Oh. so 12, about 12 times the amount, if my maths is correct.
0: It's still a lot, in it's, it? it's a it's, lot of money. It's a win. I mean, crypto investors, mm. think again. Absolutely. NBA teams is your shout.
1: I, I, if I could buy one, I would. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm a fair bit off the 3.5. Mm.
0: What
1: about you, Gregor?
0: Well, mate, um, a lot has caught my eye this week. Uh, Disney's new Frozen film, mate. Have you heard about this one?
1: I saw it in the pop line coming down from Walt himself.
0: Yeah, so anyway, um, there's a skier who has suffered a frozen penis at a World Cup event. So I, it's obviously a bit of an adult spin on the frozen film. Yeah, absolutely. But But um, yeah, poor, uh, poor old, uh, and I'm going to butcher this one, <laughs> yes, Cal- Cali Halvarsen. Um, you know, he has ended up, and he could, you know, he had a terrible pain that he felt. But obviously, I mean, words can't describe that. He basically had frozen his penis, for real, is his quote. So he's obviously skiing um, and he'd gone through a a warm-up During this stage, and um, or a cool down, yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was icy, but anyway, uh, good news is despite the fact that he's had his his penis frozen, he was still uh, able to conceive his second child. So, you know, it's a it's a bit of a good news story, and um, you know, a little pun. I've got you got to love the UK tabloids because this one comes through from the Sun. A little pun. So, you should get a tip from me. Stay away from it because it's the first worst thing you can experience, okay. the old frozen penis. Okay. So, um, I was just wondering if it was a black tip. A well, bit of frostbite on the tip. Well, or? I'm just
1: thinking, mate, there might have been a solution to it. If only he had the engagement ring box down his pants. Well,
0: exactly. That's, could have saved uh, him. Could have been a buffer. Absolutely. Bit of a buffer. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so frozen Disney, you heard it here first. Yep. Uh adult version. But um I mean that wasn't the only time, you know, the frozen dick. Yeah. That's, that's a big issue. But, mate, I've been inundated. And I got a video from one of our loyal listeners in terms of the nut shot being just absolutely in the media this week. Now, have you seen this one before? This is back in 2014. And uh, Aoki from the Kansas City Royals has gone for into the, uh, the foul area and he's gone to catch the ball that is in full flight. And unfortunately it's just come through and it's just caught him right on the shaft. So as we play through, it just comes in, hits him. Oh. But anyway, and then for the listeners at home, now you're a bit of a, a strength and conditioning connoisseur, someone with a bit of skills in this area. It's what's your what's your thoughts on the use of resistance bands because I there's just this this absolute epidemic of people thinking that in terms of resistance training, if regardless of whatever I do, if I put a resistance band on it, it's 10 times better.
1: Yeah, look, they're, they're useful. Um, they're definitely great for warm ups and maybe, you know, a little okay. bit of mobility work and things like that. But
0: now, if you're looking at using a leg extension, mm. would you be interested in putting the resistance band around it just to give it that? Added a little oomph in the eccentric phase? Not at all. No. Nah. Well, this uh, this fella did. So I'll just play it here for you, mate, and look what possibly can happen. Oh, it's hit him right on the piece. So what's happened for the listeners at home is he's extending, and the uh, yeah, the the band snaps, and uh, it just flicks up and hits him right in the dick.
1: Yep. There's, uh, there's probably nothing worse than a leg extension machine with that happening. That's, uh, that's no. unfortunate.
0: So, um, yeah, that wasn't the only thing, but it's uh, silly buggers, the All Blacks. Mm. The All Blacks. Mm. Now, having a look at this, you've got a, the trick shot challenge. So have got the water bottles on the head, and he's doing the passing challenge, and he's nailed it. Final one. Oh, who needs enemies if you've got mates like that? Straight in the testicles.
1: Yeah, I tell you what, that's some that's fair accuracy. As, as a, it's a, I mean, yeah. As a, I, as a man that's uh, AFL born and raised, to throw a, throw a pass like that, that's, that's a straight shot.
0: Yeah. No, it was good. And um, finally here, when you get hit with a low blow in, in kickboxing, <sighs> mm. you know, that's bad enough as it is. But the fact that when you are trying to recover from it, old mate just goes, oh, I'll take advantage of this, you end up with something like this.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah.
0: And just kicks him in and pretty much kicks his head off.
1: Yeah, look, that's a one-two combo if I've ever seen one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so the nuts... (sighs) are under attack at the moment, mate. Um, However, another one, talking about nutters. Mm. Don't do drugs, kids. This one's been sent through to us by a listener as well. Um, Croc versus crackhead. (laughs) Now, have you seen this one, mate? (laughs) This guy, and it's Florida, so it's no surprise.
1: If you ever want to spend 15 minutes giggling, do yourself a favour. Florida man, and then your birth date. Exact date. Perfect.
0: So they'll look at this guy here. So he's walking on the side of the road, and he's obviously come across a croc. Mm. And he's decided, well, I'm gonna face up to it, and then the croc just grabs him on the
1: leg. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And play stupid games, win stupid prizes, I say with that one.
1: That's that's a new level of crocodile rock, that's Oh.
0: uh, oh very good. All right, mate. Um, so, without further ado, should we get into the Rugby League? Yeah, let's do it.
1: The Rugby League final was a big Wembley occasion.
0: Oh, get that into you! I love that Rightio, Rugby League talk. Unfortunately, um... Uh, Just me on me Pat Malone here uh, for the Rugby League section this week. Um, You know, Potty obviously struggling. Um, Just trying to get his health back in order. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'll do my best today. Look, as we've been doing over the last couple of weeks, we'll look at the, uh, the pre-season report, and this week it's going to be the Dolphins and the Gold Coast Titans, and I'll do my best to to break down uh, the, the off-season as it is for those two clubs. Um, so starting with the Dolphins, it's obviously the big talking points that we're looking at, it being Wayne's last year. So Wayne Bennett uh, will be finishing up at the end of this season, so, or season 2024, 20, um, so obviously there'll be a bit of expectation about what wayne can do and what the final product of the the dolphins is going to look like with wayne um, when he finishes up there they've recruited really well obviously they've had a had a really good forward pack and and the like um, but obviously uh, the spine and the depth are going to be the bit of the issues there for the dolphins they they have been they were last year obviously in terms of the injuries once they They kicked in. Uh, It was a bit of an issue for the Dolphins, but um, you know O'Sullivan was injured there for as well a bit there, so that sort of affected the makeup of the spine. So um, you know some some areas that that are of concern if you're a if you're a fins up fan. Um, Obviously, uh, some good good young players coming through. which will obviously uh, – it'll be exciting to see their development in 2024. So uh, for the Dolphins, I mean, Herbie Farnworth, that's a that's a big win, even though he's still over at the Broncos and and thinks he's still a Bronco. Um, we'll go into that further in a moment. But, um, you know, some really, really good players coming in. Um, Flegler, obviously, another one coming coming across. Um, is Flegler in it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so interesting times for the Dolphins for this season. So, um, but obviously we move down to the Titans. Uh, Des he comes in. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see what a Gold Coast Titans under Des Hasler looks like. Uh, Dez is obviously he he'll, he'll he's been known for bringing a steal to an organisation or a football team as such, and um, with a decent attacking talent that they've got there with AJ Brimson, uh, Jaden Campbell um, they've got some really really good players and they've, they've had they had some really good moments tagging wise last year but it'll be really interesting to see what Des can do defensive wise with the, with the Gold Coast Titans. so um, there's a bit obviously looking at the depth there were some issues last year um, but obviously the recruitment of uh, Keenan Pala. And, um, and looking at possibly promoting a fair few of those younger players, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. It'll be very interesting to see what, what Des can do with them. Uh, Mo Fodawaka for me last year was a, was a real... Real positive, so, um, yeah, I mean, we've looked at the way Des has worked with with other front rowers in the past, and I'm really, really interested to see uh, what he can do, especially having Tino and Fafida there as well. That forward pack is well established, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, So the Titans, I mean, there's a tip that we think uh, that they'll go back into the finals contention next year. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll watch and see on that one. So, But speaking of, uh, of uh, some other discussion points we talked about, I just briefly touched on Herbie Farnworth. So for those who are unaware, the story is that Herbie has turned up to training. He's obviously not required back at training quite yet because um, I believe he was overplaying with England. Um, I could be wrong there. Um, however... So he's not required, he's off with the other internationals and a few of his ex-teammates, obviously being Australian internationals, were just putting in some extra extra uh, training sessions but they were doing it at Red Hill. So Herbie's going, you know what, I'll turn up. No harm in that, I'm just going to train with the boys. So he's turned up to Red Hill like he's a Bronco again and I mean, I don't know how well that would have gone down with Wayne and or even possibly... The Dolphins fans over in Redcliffe go, well, I mean, mate, if you're ready to train, how about you come and join in our pre-season? We've already kicked off. So, um, but, yeah, very, very, um, very interesting, and it's always just an easy way of poking fun when things like that happen, and sometimes, players, you just got to read the room. Herbie, you're, you're the gun signing for the Dolphins, so it's probably in your best interest, mate, to just let the Broncos chapter close and just, you know, it's it's not good for the optics, mate. Um, some quick mentions before we finish up on the rugby league. Um, obviously, Luai to the Tigers is heating up. There's um, obviously uh, previous discussions here on the podcast. We talked about Jerome Luai and, you know, I think both Potty and I, we came to the agreement that we think that Luai was going to end up re-signing at Penrith but it it looks like there's a lot of uh a lot of talk coming around that the Tigers are looking at getting that deal done and it could be a massive deal for Jerome Loy to to head over to the Tigers so usually where there's smoke there's fire in these issues and um yeah it'll be really really interesting to see what the outcome is that but the money being offered to Jerome Loy apparently um from the Tigers just just isn't going to be compared at Penrith so um, yeah, I mean it's no surprise to think that he'd be taking that into some serious consideration, and and it's looking likely that that's going to be his destination for Jerome Luar. Disappointing for Panthers fans, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. That's that's professional sports. Uh, speaking of other issues in professional sports, Jackson Hastings there was a little thing that's come out uh, during the week around Hastings pushing for numbers on jerseys and I like this and I would have really loved to just rattle this one off with and get Pod's thoughts on this but um, Hastings is saying that you know, obviously, during his time in the Super League, having the um, the number on the back of his jerseys and being a, jersey and being able to represent his family and and having that squad number and it being so personal to him was a real thing that he enjoyed over there. And, and I like it. I, I think it's a great idea. Um, they did it briefly in the Super League back in '97 with those clubs having your, your set squad numbers and having your your surname on the back and. You know, I mean, there's, there's pushback in terms of, oh, well, that sponsorship space and how would that affect sponsorships. I, I, I think that's probably a, a bit of a, a far-fetched sort of uh, argument, that one. I, 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 I don't see how, you know, sponsorships can't be arranged around a surname and, and squad numbers. But anyway, that's, that's probably uh, the devil's advocate on that. Um, so, but I like it, Jackson Hastings. I mean, I think it's a good, it's a good point. I, I would really, really like, um, and we see it with the Premier League. You, you see s- clubs have shirts that they sell with players' numbers on the back and, and names and, and you get a real gauge as to what a player's worth to an organisation when you have that option. So, I mean, I would assume that there would be, if you get an, you know, Cleary number seven on the back of a few Penrith jerseys, there's gonna to be tons of kids out in the Wild West who are gonna to wanna to put a Cleary seven jersey on it. The the club's able to sell that merchandise and the like, and it's gonna be no different for, you know, kids out out in sort of South Sydney who are gonna to wanna to put a number one Mitchell on the back. You know, if that's Luttrell's number. It's, um, yeah, I think it's a great idea from Hastings. I think it's a very relevant point. And in terms of growing the product and the interest in the game of rugby league, you know, I think, yeah, we're at a time... I, I'm surprised it hasn't been pushed harder in the past. But, um, yeah, I like it. I like it. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are, punters at home, you know, that what do you think about the jerseys on the back? You know, would you... Go for it. Would would you be inclined to actually get behind it and actually purchase your favourite player's jersey? It'd be interesting. Get us on the socials and and let us know your thoughts there. Well, that's it for all the uh, the rugby league chat. Um, Obviously, my sidekick is out of action. It's been a quick one. Radio stream of the week mate what yeah. do you got for us now we've thrown this is usually Potty's bread and butter yes. it was his it was his week this week to to bring some streams to the table, he's not here. He's actually um, on his deathbed. So yeah, I
1: don't think he's watching much, to be honest.
0: No. So what do you got for us, mate? Mate,
1: I've been uh, I've been watching the Collins in Black and White. Um, mm. It's about the former NFL um, superstar Colin. Now I'm going to butcher his last name, Killen and Patrick. Is that my, my
0: close? I don't know. Kill Patrick. Kill Patrick? Kill Killin' Patrick. Like um, oysters. Oysters kill Patrick. Yeah,
1: let's go with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure the listeners will write to, to myself and tell me exactly how it's Oh, yeah, pronounced. yeah, they'll but, let uh, you know. Don't worry about that. It's it's quite a unique take. It's a, it's a kind of a, a really good cinematic performance. It's got little bits of himself narrating throughout the whole thing, and it's about his early childhood and growing up. Um, and he makes reference very early about the draft combine, how they're actually made to be... Um, basically force-fed into a system mm. um, and does some pretty um, startling comparisons to that of slavery and things like that. So um, for the backstory right. of himself, he was um, one that took the knee during the National Anthem Oh, okay, yep. the uh, US. Um, very, very good player, very successful, never got a call back. So I got okay. stood down and then uh, never came back.
0: Oh, so you're talking Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick, that's what oh, f- Kilpatrick, yeah. let's Patrick, go with yeah. it. Yeah, sorry. That's, oh, yeah, the yeah not oh, bad, mate, yeah. we are definitely sorry. getting hate sorry. mail. Yeah, when no, no, you said no. the knee, I was like, oh, it's Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, Colin yeah, Kaepernick. yeah, yeah.
1: Kaepernick, sorry, yeah, Kilpatrick. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. i so yeah, um, we're,
0: we're definitely getting some hate. No way okay, I'll forward it through.
1: Apologies, Victorian. We pronounce things differently <laughs> down there. Um, it is and always will be a potato cake. I don't care what anyone says. Oh. Um, I've only watched a couple of episodes of it so far. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I do love it. Um, I think that it's in, it's sport-related, mm. and, uh, and, and it's sort of shown me something that I didn't know much about, so... Very unique perspective.
0: Yeah, it's interesting too. I obviously I've got absolutely no idea about it, but uh, just that concept of Colin Kaepernick, how it all went down. Kilpatrick. <laughs> Kilpatrick. <laughs> um, but the way it all went down, and basically, NFL is is a really really hard business to make a stand like that because you're gone, like you know. Okay. Cause Organizations can't handle somebody who acts in a way that would be deemed bigger than the organization, and I think the the battle that Colin was looking to fight with his stance, you know, regardless of your opinions on that, did appear at times as though it was bigger than the NFL. Well, it definitely is, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and I think he always was was going to be struggling because of that reason, you know, because yeah. organisations, it's sort of like, oh, mate, we're here to win football games and win championships. Absolutely. And, um, you know, regardless of the fact that, yes, they're model citizens, they're, they're role models to those around, yeah, it's really it really blurs those lines and it didn't, yeah. let's let's be fair to it didn't really end well for him in terms of no. his football career.
1: And it's funny because you, you, you mentioned that and they're paid to win football games, so what they do outside of football can be um, deemed as not... You know, in work time, and yeah. and and it's a very interesting thing for an athlete to to be in there, and and when they make a stand like that, it, they get chomped down, and it's yeah, it's actually not part of their job. But um, yeah, it's very interesting that he never got invited back. So I'm guessing something yeah, something and it. and there
0: was always obviously a lot of uh, sort of ideas conspiracies around why he wanted to come back when he came back so when he's pro day there was issues there with like the media swirling around it and it yeah once it just it was a car crash
1: it was from start Mm. to finish but um he's he's made a made a netflix series and Yeah. yeah it's definitely well worth a watch
0: i'll have to go and check it out mate that's for sure now that i know it's not colin kilpatrick and it's actually colin kaepernick
1: Look, i just I'm shucking oysters for
0: the rest of my days, that's <laughs> for
1: sure. Maybe I've just hit myself a nickname there.
0: Oh, Colin. Yeah. Oh, very good, mate. Integrity report. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. The integrity. This is Democracy Manifest. Morgs, yep. we have integrity issues here, mate. We always do. Now... I've got an integrity issue that I'd like to bring to the table. However, our old mate, former co-host of the show, Mm. John Podesta, has put forward another integrity issue that I think we need to discuss. Yeah. Um, Dropping your dax at 10,000 feet. Now, Mm. I'm not talking about mile-high clubs here, mate. I'm talking about this little issue that has occurred on a flight in the United States. Now, I'll hit the tape for you, mate. I'm intrigued by the tagline. Yeah, so this lady has obviously been dying to go to the toilet. So basically she's arguing with the stewardess and then she's decided, well, oh. I can't handle this. If you're not going to let me go to the toilet, I'm just going to pull me dax down and go in the aisle. Yeah. Wow.
1: Look, I, I've told my daughter a couple of times to do a bushweed, but this is...
0: It's outrageous, isn't it?
1: Absolutely.
0: And the, the punters, the fellow punters on the flight just blow up straight away. Oh, as you would. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Righto, Morgs. the integrity issue, mate. Mm. So if you're on a flight... And you've got to go. And I've always had that question about, you know, how when the seatbelt signs on on takeoff and the like or yep. or descent, they're just like, oh, you can't get up. Yeah. Where's your stance on that, mate? If you got to go, do you have to go or do you have to stick with – the safety protocols. Where are you on this one? Is, have we got some wiggle room for the old lass on the video?
1: No, nah, I'm, I'm a big one for, uh, you know, I, look, I've flown in all sorts of conditions. Mm. Um, Haven't one, we all? One particular, back from Canberra, which I'll, I won't get into the depths of it, but mm. I really needed to go to the bathroom. Let's yeah. just say that. Um, so you had diarrhea? Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was, look, the state that I was in, I was still probably mm. not fit to fly, but... Um, yeah, I needed a I needed something quick and yeah, there was there was no chance. I was no. getting up because at the end of the day what are you doing at a 16, 17, 18 then 20 degree climb? Yeah. Where's it going anyway?
0: Yeah, I don't Yeah, I'm I'm a bit um yeah, I'm a bit torn on this. I I'd, I'd have to see more context in it. Like she looked like she was she the the plane didn't look like it was taking off. You'd have it to get the context grounded. on it. It was grounded. It might have been taxiing in there. So, you know, yeah. for safety issues, you've got to... But, you know, at the end of that, I've got to pee. I'm thinking if you got to pee, mm. we'll make a stand, you can wait. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Pee, you can yeah. wait.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: If you're about to shoot yourself... Or have done. Mm. Or already done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've we've got a There's there's a bit more discretion mm. involved in that one. Um yeah, so I'm thinking the fact that she had to pee, the integrity says, no, no bueno. No,
1: I'm not, I'm not. We're not having it. This one. No.
0: We're not having it. Um, Yeah, one of the other issues too oh, I have with flights is what about, you know how people like just get up oh. as soon as you land and they're just like, it's like, mate. Where are you going? Where are you, yeah, what are you doing? Like you can't get off the plane.
1: But my favourite is the people that jump up, they get to the front and then the baggage has to come anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, or it's like all the people with, like, uh, with checked luggage that are getting up, like, oh, let's yeah. get off, and yeah. it's like, mate, I've only got carry-on, champ, I'm yeah. gone. There should
1: be a lane, mm. I'm calling it.
0: Fuck with lane?
1: Yeah, where <laughs> you just have to sit and wait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, should, they should get you on the way out and be like, did you stand up early? Yeah, right, throw your bags back, back yeah. on. yeah.
0: Oh mate, yeah, it's one of those all clapping when you land. It's like, oh, I mate, I didn't realise we're that close to death.
1: Well, my thing is, is right, and I I say this all the time, especially the young bucks out there, they celebrate like they've won the world championship when they score on someone. The great man, Botticelli, again, probably butchered that name. Has a great quote that says, "Does a postman celebrate every time he puts a
0: letter in the letterbox?" Oh, you'd hope so. You'd hope so. It's a victory. It's just you doing your job. (laughs) The that's fact, true. The fact yes, that he's driven the plane. That's yeah. what he does for a living. Well, I hope he's not driving the plane. I would like it to be flying, but anyway, nonetheless. Taxi, taxi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. I'm going to throw in my second one, and this yep. one's going to get a bit pear shaped. This one. Oh. So, wife plans furious protest outside the brothel after her husband sent six, spent six thousand dollars during steamy seven-hour session that left sex workers so tired they couldn't go on. It's that is a loaded hours. headline, and this one comes from the Daily Mail.
1: It's illegal to work seven hours.
0: I've got a lot of questions. Without a break, seven hours, yep. Yep. Second thing is, old mate, is this a pilot commercial? Because absolutely, if you're putting in work for seven hours, we talked about it in the highlight of the football yeah. like running through. I mean...
1: What are we talking about? Hey, so seven hours—the equivalent of that—is running back-to-back marathons.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, so, are you saying that his hips would have been tight?
1: I'm I'm saying that there possibly would have been the use of some goo and some gel. Yeah, definitely something. Then.
0: Well, I mean, the biggest issue here, integrity issue, of course, is a married man. He paid cash. Yeah. All right, so he's trying. He's um, being deviant in his behavior. He's hiding it with cash. A cash transaction.
1: I love that he... I love that his missus went to the brothel to protest. Fantastic.
0: Like, I mean, you go, girl. You you know, you step up and you just take the problem, f- you know, head on.
1: Is the, is the problem the brothel or is it the problem the husband? I think it
0: might out. be the fact that they got seven hours out of him and she's probably waiting for him to hurry up and come home and maybe chop some carrots for mm-hmm. dinner. That could be the big problem, but... Um, Look, I think this is unanimous. This, is, this isn't passing the integrity report, this one. No, nah, you're done.
1: Yeah, you're yeah. done. But, uh, but mean,
0: fair play to her, though. You know, going and protesting out yeah. the front of a brothel, I mean... It
1: shows that they're not very good at the job if he's there for seven hours.
0: Well, that that's another question. That's something that I haven't considered.
1: Well, I mean, when, when you read that, he's, he's gone through and, and spent money for the first hour. Mm. Leaves the mind wondering what he did for the last 45 minutes. What
0: he else? might have played PlayStation.
1: In poker? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows?
0: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the integrity report for this week. more where you reckon get into all sports?
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Rightio, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do, we're going to change all sports up this week because we need to cater for our new uh, co-host of the show. Morgs. you're going to give us a, a little brief wrap on all things AFL. Yeah. AFL, mate. What's, uh, what's been happening in the world of AFL at the moment?
1: Well, the last time I spoke to you, guys, Collingwood calling it one, the grand final. Mm. Um, and now it's pre-season. And it feels like yesterday that it was pre-season. Mm. So Have
0: the stiffies gone down yet? No,
1: not yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're random. I, oh. I get glimpses. Glimpses of hope again. But um preseason started back this week.
0: Ah, oh, that's good. So
1: first-to-four-year players are generally welcome back this week. Yep. Um, and then about December 4th to 1st, depending on where you finish, they, they generally get back into shape. So, well,
0: you um, don't have to worry about internationals post-season with the AFL, do you anymore? No, there's
1: nothing nothing, uh, nothing there for them. Well, they Don't obviously.
0: play the Irish anymore, do they?
1: No, it's a shame that they don't yeah. because those fights were unreal. Oh, Absolutely, I, I don't know what that was. Uh, it was yeah, it wasn't. It was I remember.
0: Fought. I always remember this interview with one of the coaches for the for the Irish team. He's like, "That's a tuggery. Yeah. It was tuggery. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, they, they you mean to, thuggery, mate? Yeah.
1: They they look the AFL boys. There was no crossover for their suspensions, so they just go out there and uh, mm. shout out to the Scott brothers. If you ever want a fifteen minutes on YouTube. Let's look up the Scott brothers punching on in Ireland because oh. they um, they took it to the Irish themselves. So um, yeah, so big big pre seasons for a couple of teams. Um, ex uh, premiers don't do so well in AFL. Back to back is very hard to do. Yep. So um, Collingwood need to make sure that they don't.
0: I mean, the Brisbane there. Lions just go hold my beer. Yeah, Train
1: right Yeah, that's it. And, and Hawthorne back in the day. Mm. Um, but we we do need to make sure that we're back there because you know the premiership hangover is real. So um, Collingwood need a really big pre-season. They were um, able to actually pick off a, a big scalp on the trade market as well, which generally happens if you're the premier. Yep. Um, so they got that, and then uh, there's another team of mind. If you if you're a betting man, Carlton Football Club. Mm. If they have a big pre-season, they are going to be unbelievable, mate. So okay, <laughs> that's the pre-season. What,
0: what about the Swans, mate? Because as, mm-hmm. as a New South Welshman and somebody who refuses to accept that Western Sydney Giants exist, mm-hmm. uh, growing yeah. up in Western Sydney and being a rugby league man, right. uh, where are the Sydney teams at, mate?
1: Sydney... Um to Western Sydney, they're going to be up there again. Yeah. Um, so we'll discount them because they don't exist to you. So swans. Well, as
0: one, once they got rid of Israel for Leo, I was no longer interested.
1: I know. Why'd they do that? he? He's the man. Um, look, Sydney Swans need a bounce back. They had a poor year. They're, they're, they're good. Their mm. young core is unbelievable. Um, they need to piece it together. They came together really well. Um, two years ago, mm-hmm. while they were in the grand final, and it hurts getting beaten by the biggest margin in AFL history in the grand yeah. final. Look, does things to your confidence. Um, not like our friend over the brothel here. Um, that well, I mean, you know, it's it's going to do things. So the Swannies look look for them to be in the finals, um, and they just need one or two pieces to fall into place, and they're they're going to be good. There's a good young core there that are just they're they're mm. ready.
0: Tasmania, mate, what's happening there? We spoke about it a, mm. a while ago on the podcast. Um, uh, have they come up with a name yet?
1: Not that I'm aware of, but I may have missed it. It might, it might be the, it, look, they can't do the Tassie Devils.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, but uh, weren't they going through the process of that? They, they were, yeah. yeah. Look, they're still we still, suggested the Tassie Two Heads I, I or the that. Maps of Tassie.
1: I love that. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. I, look, there's a few things that you could call them down there, but um, a football team is not one of them mm. for, for the first part. There's. Great talent that comes out of Tassie. Yeah, the trick is that they then go out of Tassie and they don't want to go home. Yeah, you don't want to go back to Tassie. No,
0: um, Jack Jumpers. Oh no, that's the no, NBL that's, team. Why not combined? Well, that's an idea. There you
1: go, um, Gil. Oh, Gil's out now. Tassie
0: Tigers. Now we we can, we considered that the Tassie Tigers, but they look mm. like a malnourished dog.
1: Well, and and you've got the Richmond Tigers. Yeah, so you've already well, got well, there Tigers. Go. In Sorry, there. So yeah. I, um, Devils looks like it's a, a front mm. runner. A front runner. Um,
0: you just go. You know what, bloody? Who is it? Looney Tunes or well, who owns that?
1: Well, that's it, isn't it? So Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner See? Brothers.
0: Yeah, you just send them a dick pic and go. Alrighty, we're taking the name.
1: <laughs> that's that's one idea. Um, yep. Maybe maybe even just get them as your major sponsor. Genius, genius.
0: Roddy, uh, our mate Motorsports. Did you catch the Grand Prix on the weekend?
1: Look, I'd be lying if I said I watched a minute.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Um, well, I'm gonna, I'll give you one guess as to who won, mate. As somebody who never watches motorsports. <laughs> Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen won. <laughs> he won again. Uh, Charles Leclerc. He actually, yeah, interesting. So, um, who was it? out. Yep. Sergio Perez. He got a penalty, a five-second penalty, which eventually led to him not being on the podium and getting a one-two for... Red Bull. Um, Ferrari tried a little trickery. Leclerc let Perez go through in the hope that he would basically knock George Russell out of the podium for points mm. for for manufacturers yep. um, to hopefully get Ferrari the points over Mercedes. Um, but they were able you know at the end of the day Mercedes were able to wrap up a very forgettable season with a podium with uh, George Russell. Um, Ferrari continuing to push, but it's just been Red Bull all year.
1: What happened? It's just a few years ago, wasn't it? And they
0: just, something yeah. just click for them. It's, it's, it's F1 though. Like it goes in cycles. And the fact is there'll be rule changes in the off season. There'll be mm. new technologies brought in and it's just an endless pursuit for faster cars and when, informed drivers. When's
1: Holden going to get their gig?
0: I'll tell you what, mate. Get the Chimera. Get It out there just wouldn't even go the Commodore, it. just lower it. A Gemini, oh, hold oh. Gemini. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Mm. Mm. So, mm. was the walking shore that was another one, wasn't it? Sandman. Oh, yes. Utes, <laughs> yeah, get the Utes racing. Paddle, paddle van. Oh, very good. Tennis, mate. Uh, the mm. Aussies are falling short in the Davis Cup. I know. Um, look, I, I'd forgotten about the Davis Cup until I'd seen it. So, we've been beaten by Italy. The biggest in the Davis
1: in Cup. tennis, is it not?
0: Well, you—I th- actually was thinking about. It, I'm like, geez, the Davis Cup should be way bigger than what it is. Mm. You know, it's at the end of the season, but Italy's won the uh, the Davis Cup. Can you name me the best player in Italy?
1: It's not always Kilpatrick, is it? Yeah, no, not no, Colin no. Kilpatrick.
0: No, no,
1: well, um. Bon- bon-
0: I wouldn't have a clue, mate.
1: No, I'm trying to think of any that I see you on the regular basis, but
0: that's that's the point I'm trying it's to make, mate. Is that it's, like. it's, it's a team game? I just don't see how it's it should be way better mm. than what it is, the Davis Cup. But I think it's the first time we'd been back to the Davis Cup final since 2003. Yeah,
1: it's been a while. Yeah,
0: but we we got done, so yep. we this will, that'll be the end of this conversation then. About but what? um, what's that about? What? I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, get rid of it. Uh UFC mate. UFC's yep. back this week. Uh you've been catching up with the fights recently, have you, mate?
1: Uh I've been watching one or two here and there and some highlights. Um I've my I've been a bit distracted though. Mm. Cause all of the UFC fighters seem to be going over and making bank boxing.
0: Well, that one in particular did, that's mm. for sure. Uh this week we've got uh Benil Darayush coming back. Um Sarukian in a, a fight night. Um, Armin Sarukyan, up-and-coming Armenian fighter. Benil Daryush, he was on a big win streak and obviously got stopped in his last fight. You know, how he didn't get a title fight, I think that was more personality rather than fight skill because he just, you know, when you're looking at a, a fighter to sell a big title fight, he just continued to find himself behind others in the line. Um but this is an opportunity for him to, uh, to get back on the winner's circle. It's going to be a great fight. Um, who, who have you got in that one, mate? Well, Sorokin's got – he's the favourite. But, um, I mean, Bay- Darius is just so well-rounded. Mm. um i i to be honest with you the fight of the night for me is uh, bobby green Jalen turner oh that's good. you can't go that's past good. that one so those two guys
1: that just genuinely want to fight
0: yeah they're guys that aren't worried about records they're just worried about getting out and, and throwing some leather so um and rob rob font versus davison figueroa will be another really good fight figueroa hits hard hits like a mack truck yeah. but rob font is a very very slick Got good hands. He's from the uh, the New England cartel there, so that'll be yeah. a, a good fight. But also too, Kelvin Gastelum's back at welterweight, yeah. so nice. he's fighting Sean Brady. That will you know obviously a welcome back to him. He starts at, um, starts at starts at eleventh in the ranks, mm. Kelvin Gastelum, and he's you know not much of an, an outsider there. Um, no. They got the the sepo odds here of minus one twenty. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I don't even know what that works out to. I think it's a dollar twenty or something. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's just go with that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Clay Guida, the carpenter. Hey. Clay Guida. Now, I'll give you a guess, mate. When was Clay Guida's debut in the UFC? I'll get you to throw it out there.
1: I'm gonna say it was like I remember he had the, he had the long hair, right?
0: Clay Guida had long hair, the long
1: hair, and I'm gonna say like 2009? 2009.
0: 2009. 2009? Nine. That's a pretty. Darn good guess. I do, now, I do remember him back in the day. 2006, like, mate. Six. 2006. The journeyman. Clay Guida. He's got a record of mm. 38 and 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's some fights. Look. But I, to still be doing it at this time, I mean, I you'll always – and remember when he fought um, Diego Sanchez and they had that stare down yeah. and they just faced off? But I think you know he's at the ti- He's at the stage of his career now where they're just feeding him young guns, and um, yeah. But I mean, he's still obviously got the hunger to do it. He's and very
1: he's good. He's very good at eating punches lately.
0: That's yeah. The Homer Simpson tactic isn't going to, uh, you know, call for a prosperous career though. Really, no. is it?
1: No, that's why that twenty gets, gets to thirty very quickly.
0: Mm. Rightio mate, I'm going to get you to NFL mate I'm going to get you to run through the uh, through the scores as our former co-host would weird. mate who, yep. who who were the winners mate?
1: So we've got the Packers 29 beating the Lions 22
0: Yeah we'll just go with the winners, we'll go with oh, the winners just, Who we got? Just, just want to run yeah, through Yeah let's right, just
1: blitz bl- through the Packers, the Cowboys, oh, dare I dare say it, 49ers Yes Mm. Dolphins, Jags, the Steelers, Titans, Falcons, Colts, Giants, Broncos, Rams, Eagles, again, Mm. Chiefs, Ravens, and the Bears. The
0: North Sydney Chicago Bears. The
1: Brisbane Bears.
0: Oh, mate. Um, Look, I caught the Seattle 49ers game. That was the only one Mm -hmm. I caught this week. Uh, You're a Seahawks man yourself. Yep. Christian McCaffrey absolutely cut us to ribbons, mate. Um, I do like the lime. We're in the lime again, which it was it was good to see us in the lime.
1: Lime usually works out well for us. Mm. The lime, the forty When not. we're at home, yes. yeah.
0: Um, but look, it turned out to be a miserable day. We rallied in the in the second and third. Mm-hmm. Like I, it, what didn't look like. I think the score probably didn't replicate the balance of the match in the midsection. Yes, but. Um, yeah, the, uh, the 49ers started off well, like they, they were just very hard to stop on the run game, and then they obviously came home quite strong to win 31 to 13. Now, something else that absolutely caught my eye mm. during the uh, NFL this weekend was Miles Garrett, mate. Did you see Miles Garrett's interview?
1: I caught a little bit of it.
0: Now, a little bit of it, mm. I, mate. My wife sent it to me, and I caught a lot of it. Now, when you look at Miles Garrett in his interview, I mean, his hog is absolutely distracting. Like, have the sight. So, he's obviously come out for the interview and he's wearing just grey track pants and he has no undies on. And you can just see the clear outline of his knob. And. <laughs> The cameraman is—it's almost like he's stationed around the waistline. It's—it's it's unbelievable.
1: It's, look, he's taking a wide lens there. That's for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Look, Jesus, yeah, it's—it's
0: yeah, yeah, it's intimidating, isn't it? Um. Now the problem I really did have, though, um. So Brittany is fearless. Uh, this is a comment here. Seen him in person. He's a massive human being, but now Lord have mercy. Oh man mm. <laughs> I love he's so passionate about tennis. I mean <laughs> I do I was thinking more baseball or a baby's arm holding <laughs> an apple.
1: Cataguana.
0: Mm. Uh rightio. there's there's a really where do we go? Here we go. I ain't here for I ain't here a damn word this man said. Wow. I mean how how the man hair not even in the clip. Uh, I mean, there's some crazy. But I'm a bit worried about these comments because a lot of the comments, here we go. So this Lauren, mm. Lauren says, I had it on mute and have watched it eight times, still have it, uh, haven't unmuted it. I mean, didn't even realise the video had sound. Mm. I mean, the way these girls objectify this man and his, you know, his image is disgusting. I mean how could you treat a male like that and just say look I'm only here to look at him because he's got a massive slug?
1: Does he do something else?
0: <laughs> I mean girls, really, that is <laughs> so unfair. Look.
1: Hey, no one's coming here on my posts like that, are they? <laughs>
0: well no. I uh, maybe for me if they got a magnifying glass. Um Rightio, mate. Uh, we had uh, the Maltese, mate. The Maltese of the week. Um, un- Potty was going to go. This is an interesting one. So we'll just run through the Maltese. Potty was going to go for Everton and Beto to score. Yep. Everton lost, but Beto didn't play. Mm. So I counted that with United and Hoyland yeah. to score. United won, but Hoyland didn't play. So mine, my bets, both bets were void. Void bets. So they'll void bets. But, mate, have you got any bets that you would think of or an area you'd dig into with the punt this weekend that you could share with the listeners?
1: Oh, Not, not this weekend, but I can tell you right now, mm-hmm. a long-term strategy of mine... Nick Dakos for the Brownlow next year in the AFL. Oh, now okay. they're long odds at the moment. And that's that was not what I was form. expecting. I was expecting
0: yeah. you to just give us a big do not listen to the sports detention bet tips. Oh no, no. <laughs>
1: you know you know my history. I've <laughs> I've sent that in. The the sports detention got me a brand new pair of basketball shoes. So well, there you go. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, man. thank you. It's I've I've logoed them by the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Nick Dacos for uh for Brownlow next year. But this weekend Um, Look
0: Punners, you heard it here first Nick Dacos Yep Brownlow Next year you heard it here first Long odds
1: already Long odds
0: Excellent Mm. Uh, Mate, the big hitter Penis of the week What do you got for us?
1: Look, I was going to mention someone But they're uh, They're unfortunately We're just going to let the 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 dust settle Before I nominate my penis of the week Mm. Um, So Are you
0: talking about somebody Who may have inappropriately Used their penis I'm speaking allegedly. Specifically, allegedly,
1: specifically about someone that is under investigation for inappropriately yeah, okay. using their penis. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll, we'll dodge that one. Whoop. That's a legal matter. Yep. So we're going to leave that one alone. Um, but my, uh, my my penis of the week is going to is going to just sit sit for the moment. So
0: you've pretty much given us your penis of the week for anybody who's. If you know, you know. Well, I don't want to yeah, say any names. Okay. Or anything yeah, about, absolutely. Yeah, look, yeah. I mean, I, I mean. The
1: full story, there's three sides to every story, and I've had mm. one side of that story, and um, yeah.
0: How about yourself, mate? Uh, mate, my, my penis of the week this week um, is going to be Herbie Farnworth. Uh, Herbie, you, you just can't turn up to Broncos training if you now no longer play for the team. They unfollowed you on Instagram like a you know, like a jealous girlfriend who's been rejected. You need to just let go, brother.
1: We we had a situation back when I was at Collingwood. We'd cut a VFL player and kept going to get, go into training.
0: Yeah, oh that's brilliant um,
1: though. Yeah, look, dedication. Um, but yeah, good like, you know, good on him for trying, yeah. Herbie. Um your parking spot's been removed. Your keys yeah. don't work in the facility anymore, mate. It's
0: and I uh, yeah, and you're gonna have to get some new friends because yeah. you can't be friends with your ex-teammates anymore. It's mate. a rule.
1: That's it's it.
0: All right. Uh, very good, mate. Well, I really, really appreciate you sliding in for Potty. Um, you know, unfortunately, for Potty, he's now no longer a part of the show. Um, Sorry, yeah, but any anyway, you know, he's probably got he's got to try and get his health back in order. You know, in all fairness. Um, but look, mate, as always, you're an absolute gem to have with us. We appreciate it. Um, and this definitely won't be the last time we, we hear from you on the Sports Extension podcast. Thank you or. very much.
1: Hopefully, I'm wearing some silverware after all after, Oh, after yeah. Tonight. Big game tonight. Big game. We've Big got a grand game. final. Um, mm. It's the men's social um, team that i play for so division 17 of the local basketball oh and,
0: division 17 yeah look and, um, and we're a, we're a
1: half chance
0: mm. we're a half chance very so. good and uh yeah so for all our listeners thank you very much uh you know the drill like subscribe on youtube uh at your local podcast dealer as well get amongst it get in the comments Get your uh, your videos in if you want to hear what's caught our eye, and you've got something to share for us. Send them through on the Instagram message, um, or alternatively through the X app mm. and uh, and TikTok we, as well. We don't run Twitter there. anymore. No, that's X now. Used to be the bird. Now it's the X. Yeah.
1: Elon, so, Elon, what have you done to me? Uh, is it Xing?
0: I don't know. Or is it still tweeting? Wouldn't have a clue. I, th- I just call it tweeting anyway. Yeah. But mm. anyway, well, for all our listeners. Down in Mittagong, home of the Lions, we say goodnight.